Yo, what's up guys and welcome back to another podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. Sorry I haven't been around, I'm not making any podcasts for a while. I've just been a bit busy with work and life and that kind of stuff. Because I just had my first week back at work last week and that was really interesting. I don't know, hopefully that's not going to be the new normal for long because like these new limitations and restrictions that we have on the venue, they're just, it's it's annoying and it's really stressful because I'm, you're too worried about how many people are in the venue and then like if the police come in, they can shut down the workplace and that kind of stuff. So it's a bit stressful, but it's okay. We're still getting paid, so it is what it is. Um, today's podcast is going to be on mental health. And I feel like it's a really important topic to talk about, especially just because of everything that's been going on in the past couple of months. I feel like a lot of people's mental health wouldn't be the best at the moment because maybe they lost their job, they can't pay rent, they're financially unstable, all that kind of stuff. So I hope by me talking about what I've been through with my mental health illnesses and stuff and how I've overcome these things, maybe we'll be able to help some people through their situations as well. So I've had, I've suffered from mental from mental health illnesses all my life. Um, recently, it's been pretty good though. I've had it under control, but when I was younger, it was a bit out of control. Um, I've come from a family that suffers from mental health. Um, my dad has bipolar, and for anyone that has that knows anyone that has bipolar, it's a really fucked up illness, and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. It's like a mood, like an extreme mood disorder, where you can be like extremely happy, like overly, overly happy. And then you can be extremely angry and depressed and it's just, it's like one or the other and it can be really bad and can have a big effect on your family. And don't get me wrong, I still love my dad with all my heart and my soul, but it's just, it's a, it's a really fucked up disease and I, um, illness and I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Um, saying that, like my mum also um, suffers from anxiety and so does my sister. So my whole family suffers from anxiety. And as I've like grown up a bit, I've realized like, anxiety is really common with a lot of people like i feel like a lot of people will suffer from anxiety and they might they may not even realize it they may just think they get stressed and stuff but that it would be a form of anxiety um but anyways i'll start from when i was like when i was young and when it first started so i when i was like five and my mom my mom used to take me and my sister to like to shop to the shops and my sister would always like run away because she knew that I'd get stressed out. She would always hide in the clothes racks and like hide from me and, and make me like just fucking lose my mind. And I'd be full running around screaming like, where's Kate? Where's Kate? Blah, blah, blah. And then she'd always come out and be like, I'm here. And then my mom would be like trying to like calm me down and stuff. That's when like I sort of like, that's where like it all started, where like my anxiety started. Because whenever we'd go to the shops, I just hated going to the shops because I knew my sister would like run away. That's probably why I hate going to the shops now. I've, my sister scarred me for life from going to the shops. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I had it from when I was like five. And then it started getting really bad when I was about eight or nine at my old house. I was watching this news report where this young, ki- this young um, kid died in his sleep. He must have had some disease or something. And he died in his sleep, and then it just triggered something in me where I was like, "Fuck, am I gonna die in my sleep? Like, what was wrong with him? Like, am I, is it, why do I have the same thing?" And then it full just played in my head really bad, and then I couldn't, I could barely sleep because like I was too worried that I was gonna die in my sleep when I was like I was full healthy and everything. So that's that's something that triggered that little episode that I had. Um, and then another bad thing, I suffer from OCD, um, which is a obsessive compulsive disorder obsessive yeah obsessive compulsive disorder um what started that was it's it's funny as fuck to think about it now but it wasn't funny at the time so my sister 
found a massive cockroach in a room in this house. And it was a big cockroach and I went in a room, I think I ran in a room and I killed it or maybe my dad killed it or something. I didn't think anything of it. And then that night I went to bed and I laid in bed and all of a sudden I got this feeling like, I had this thought where like, oh, I need to check the cupboard to see if it's closed, like this cupboard behind me. So I got out of bed and I just like, I closed the cupboards and they were closed. I could see they were closed, but I just closed it. Didn't think anything of it. And then I went to bed and then all of a sudden I got another thought where I was just like, no, you didn't close it. You need to go close it again. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I got out of bed, checked it, checked the cupboard again, closed it, went back to sleep. And then at that time I went back to sleep. Then the next day it happened again. But then it got worse where like I was checking it like four times. So like I'd go to bed, I'm just laying in bed, get this thought where like you need to check the cupboard of his clothes. So I got out of bed, checked his clothes, it was closed obviously. So I closed it, um, went back to bed, got another thought, wait, no, you didn't close it properly. Get out of bed and close it again. So like, fuck, all right. Like, and these thoughts that I was having, like I could, I could they were like really loud thoughts. Like they, they wouldn't let me sleep. And I couldn't sleep if I didn't check the cupboard. So like it eventually turned into this massive it just it, this massive thing where like i was checking the cupboard if it was closed i was checking under my bed if there was any cockroaches it turned into me checking the windows um it t- turned into me checking closing the toilet door to check if it was closed everything in the house pretty much i was checking to see if it was like closed and stuff and then what so like it started getting really bad where like I wasn't I was barely sleeping. This was during high school as well. Um, I was probably getting about like one or two hours sleep. I think it might have been like in year seven or year eight. And I talked to one mate about it as well. I remember, and he was like, "Holy shit, that's like crazy." And I told him I went to see a psychiatrist and stuff, which I'll talk about in a sec as well. But um, I told my mum and dad that like um this like what i was doing and like i was crying and stuff because i was so tired and exhausted because i couldn't sleep i just all i wanted to do was sleep like i take sleep for granted now like i mean uh, i'm grateful that i can sleep sorry because now i just lay in my bed just like read a book and i'll go i'll fucking pass out but back then like i just i could not sleep it was like a war zone i, I whenever the sun went down i was dreading going to bed because i knew it was just going to be a constant battle of me trying to, like, fucking just calm my brain. And, obviously, back then, I didn't know about meditation. I just, I didn't know much about, like, my body and my mind and all that kind of stuff. So, I was I was struggling a lot. But, yeah, so, um, I talked to my mum and dad about, like, like I can't, I'm checking everything in my room. I can't sleep. I'm like, this and that. And they they said, oh, okay, I will sleep in their room. And then when I'm, when I'm asleep, they will just carry me to my room and then I'll, I'll be sweet. So that worked fine for about a week. And then my OCD migrated to their room and I started checking all the shit in their room as well. And it was just like, that's when it like got out of control and I was just like, I can't fucking do this. I need to go see someone about it. So um, I went and saw a psychiatrist. I've got my book here from my psychiatrist. I'm keen to show you. And they helped me a lot. So if, if you ever like are suffering from anxiety or any mental health illness, and you've done everything in your power that to like try and overcome come overcome it and you can't do it just go see a psychiatrist they're professionals in that stuff and they will they will help you through that stuff but this is the book that i did nathan's special book can you see nathan's special book i'm gonna upload a video for the podcast people so you can have a look but yeah so fuck this is crazy 
This brings up some memories. Do I even got a contents page of everything? <laughs> um, look, even here I've got where where do you feel anxiety? I got it in my stomach and in my head because it was like a it was like a a process where like so it started in the head, right? The thoughts would start in the head, and then I'd also get anxious in my stomach because then. I'd just be like nervous, like fuck, like I didn't check this thing, I'm gonna fucking get, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna fucking, I can't sleep. And it was this whole, this whole circle process where like, if I didn't check it, I'd be, I'd, I wouldn't sleep. And then I'd end up worrying that I wouldn't sleep because I have school tomorrow, I need to sleep to rest and be able to focus at school. It was this whole thing that just like, it kept escalating to like this whole another level of like OCD and anxiety, it was fucked. But um, anyway, so like, I went to the psychiatrist and then they gave me some like activities to do and they made me come up with a superhero that I could put around the house um, pretty much. It was like their, it was like their strategy. So if I, whenever I saw the superhero, I would know that I don't have to check anything and nothing bad will happen to me. So this is, this is my, this is my superhero, Mr. Don't Do It. <laughs> so she like, she photocopied this page and I stuck it on my windows, covered in the bathroom, in the car, anywhere, like everywhere around the house that I was like checking stuff. Because I knew when I ever, whenever I saw that, this like my superhero, Mr. Don't Do It, that was his name. I'm so creative, Mr. Don't Do It. <laughs> um, Every time I saw that superhero, like, I just, I remember that nothing bad will happen to me if I don't check it, and it worked, it, it, like, it worked, eventually it worked, the first, the first week was tough, like, I even got goals here, I've got goals here saying, two, my goal is for two nights without checking anything, like, that's how bad it was, because every single night I was checking, it. it was like a fucking battle, I remember it vividly, like, it was just, I hated, I hated going to sleep, I hated going to bed, I hated when the night, when it would become night, because I knew I'm just gonna have to go to war with my, with myself, with my mind, every single night, and then like, I even got another goal saying, another night, get into bed, yeah, so another night saying, another goal was, don't get out of, don't, yeah, don't get out of bed, when you go into bed, because I was just always getting out of bed and checking stuff, wow, it's crazy, even on even on this page as well, well I've got my mom, I've got my mom, my dad, um, my dog. I think my sister's there too. My sister. <laughs> Look at my drawings, my stick figures, <laughs> and then the two psychiatrists. That was like that was like my team, my team power. Look, see, team power. Don't do it. Remind yourself or Mister. Don't do it. Can you see that? Where is it? Yeah, can't see it. But yeah, so like. I definitely recommend if you if you are suffering from like anxiety or stuff, definitely get just like there's there's ways that you can do it, you can deal with it now that I'll, I'll go through in a sec as well that can that can help maybe, um. But if that stuff doesn't work, then definitely see a psychiatrist because they're they're they're, they're there to help you. They're not going to judge you. Their job is there to help you and talk you through your problems, your situations, and just be a listener and help you get through that stuff. So uh, yeah. Um, I suffered from OCD when I was younger. Not, it's not bad. Not much. I don't suffer from it much anymore. So I can't even speak English today. I don't suffer from OCD much anymore. There'll be times where, say, like I, I park my car, and I'll have this sudden thought, where like, did I close the windows? If the windows were open, I'll be like, did I close the windows? Did I lock the car? And then now I'll just be like, oh, well, if I didn't close the windows, I didn't close the windows. I have my wallet on me, so whatever. If I left my wallet in the car then I'd, maybe I'd go back and check.
because I don't want my wallet to get stolen. But um, I try not to give in to those thoughts anymore just because I feel like if I do, it will just start a whole another battle again and it'll be hard to break that. So I'm pretty good now. Like most of the time, I'm just like, fuck, all right. If I, left the, if I don't lock the window, if I don't close the windows, if I don't lock the car, then fucking someone's going to steal my car if they can if they can start it or whatever i don't care <laughs> um but i don't check the cupboards anymore i don't worry about cockroaches trying to kill me in my sleep i don't worry about dying in my sleep anymore so i'm pretty good i'm pretty glad i got over that thing i do still deal with a bit of stress sometimes just because i'm a manager at a, at a, at a big pub and it can get a bit busy and a bit chaotic because you're getting dragged in about 10 different directions by different people and they want you to do different things and stuff but I've managed, I know how to deal with that now by myself as well with some, some breathing methods and just like all these, all these um, cool things. Like even washing my face with some cold water or even because we have a cool room to keep the beers cold. I'll go stand in there while doing some breathing and that seems to calm me down a bit as well. So that's how I deal with that stuff now. But back then, obviously, I didn't know about that. Um, I also had a bit of depression as well. There was a point when I when I just turned eighteen and I had a lot going on. Like I was just trying to figure my my life out. Um, what what when I, when the depression started, I just got back from schoolies, so we were just partying from a week straight. So I was I was on a come down, like a massive massive come down. Um, the girl that I was talking to, um, like we we broke up, or like or whatever it was, we stopped talking, and then I went back to a job that I didn't hate, which I, I made a podcast on that on, on as well, where that really like affected my mental health. So I was like really down in the dumps for about nearly maybe a year, I got maybe six months. I don't know if it was depression or not, but I just knew like I was just sad. I didn't see the point in life anymore. I mean, I like obviously I did, but like I just I wasn't enjoying life. I wasn't happy, and f- for me that was depression. Like I just. I didn't see the point in life anymore. I wasn't enjoying myself. I was waking up every day with extreme anxiety. I that I was messaging my girlfriend every morning. I was messaging my girlfriend every morning, being like, "I don't want to do this job anymore," and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was a bit tough, but um, I managed to get over that by exercising. I started going to the gym really hard, like twice a day, sometimes th- three times. Oh, actually no, maybe I think it was twice a day because I was still working. But, um, and I was training, I was playing footy at the time as well, so all those things really helped me get over it, and I, I'm talking to friends and family about my problems as well. A lot of people don't like to talk about their problems and stuff because they think it's their problems and they don't want to bring it on to other people, but that is the best way to talk about, um, to get over problems, because it, the more you get off your chest, the more you have less to worry about yourself, and you can, you can get some advice from other people that may have been in similar situations. That's why these days... I feel like one of the best strategies to get over anxiety is to talk about it with like a, fr- a close friend or someone you trust or a family member, like a sister, brother, cousin even. Because those people, I feel like they won't judge you and they'll be there to help you because they'll care about you because they're, they're a close friend or a close relative and stuff. So that's a definitely that's definitely a good strategy. I, I think I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast as well. I'm, f- I'm figuring out it's more common for people to, to suffer from anxiety or some forms of anxiety because I've been talking to people at my work recently about like some stress that I go through, some anxiety, and then I'll get I'll talk about my problems, and then they'll just chuck their problems back at me, and I'm just like, oh fuck, this is hexy. Like we're having a full therapy session and stuff, which is true. Like if you're talking to like a close friend about like some sort some form of anxiety that you suffer from, you can use that as like a therapy session. 
one time me and my mate came back from a festival and we were just talking shit like at the back of my house and he just opened up to me about all this all this stuff that's been going on in his life and all these problems and I was full like being his therapist during that time like I was just he he didn't want to go see a psychiatrist he was using me as a therapist which is totally fine like I was there for him and I was just helping him talk like, like I was just trying to get stuff out of him because the more stuff I got out of him the same, the more better he seemed to feel so I was just listening to all all his problems and him talking to me about all this stuff and it, and it worked he even thanked me for it he's like man thank you so much for listening like I didn't want to talk about my problems to anyone or that stuff but like you listened and I just really appreciate it and sometimes that's all you need to do sometimes you just need to listen to people talk they need to just tell you their problems and then after they told you their problems they'll feel better they'll feel way better and they'll be able to live on with their life and stuff so that's one of the strategies that you can do to try and get overcome anxiety and stuff um, or depression or any mental health illness um, the what I've been doing recently a lot um, is meditation and cold plunges especially the cold plunges I find it adds so much clarity to your mind and to your thoughts um, it also releases endorphins in your body which and endorphins is a hormone that like energizes your body makes you feel good so I try to do that every single morning or whenever actually whenever I feel tired I'll just jump in the pool or if, if I can't jump in the pool, I'll have a, a freezing cold shower and I'd usually do that for about five minutes and after that five minutes, you just fucking feel crazy. You feel so good. You have heaps of clarity in your mind and I, I find like my stress levels are reduced dramatically, especially at my work on a Friday. Um, on Fridays, usually they're a bit, they're a bit busy, but now because they're restrictions and stuff, they're not going to be as busy. But last Friday, um, I, I did a cold plunge before my shift um, it was about 8 p.m. and it was freezing fucking cold so the water was really cold and I was in there for about five minutes and I got out and I got to work and usually when I get to work I have a bit of a pre-anxiety just it's like a footy game like I get pre-anxiety and stuff I got to work and I was feeling fine I was just talking to everyone normally I had no stress I was just I was feeling really good so I'm definitely going to keep doing that before shifts now because they helped me a lot but yeah so you can meditate as well um, deep breathing uh, I notice a lot of people don't take notice of their breathing. Even if you just focus on your breathing in the morning for 10 minutes, just deep breaths going for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes straight, you'll find that that really relaxes you and gets you ready for your day. So I try to combine that meditation with um, the cold plunge together and I find that works really well for me um, to overcome like stress and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. So... Hopefully, me talking about what I've been through, some of my mental health illnesses and stuff, um, will be able to help um, any of you that's going through any of these situations because I know it's been a pretty hard time for some people. Like, if they haven't been able to pay rent and they're, like finance, they're financially unstable and that kind of stuff. So, if you listen to this, I really hope it does help you through some situations and just know that there's there's a lot of resources out there that you can that you can do to like help you through these situations like you can talk to your friends family cousins you can go see a psychiatrist meditate cold plunge even a journal um writing down some stuff in a journal will help you out like if you're stressing about something i've been i've been doing it recently as well if sometimes you get caught up in your thoughts and you just you're too busy like thinking about all this stuff it's just better to write stuff down and it's more clearer if you write it down so there's all these different things that you can do and I really hope this has helped some people if you're suffering from anxiety, stress or depression or anything. Um, there's a lot of help out there and you just need to go ask for it. So anyways, I'll speak to you next time. Peace out.